You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty, and I'm delighted to be joined by one of Ireland's funniest comedians, Justin ah, Stafford. Stuff. One of Ireland's top journalists, Paul Moore. Ah, you're this lying. Is, here we go. Oh, I'm waiting. Here we go. And Rory Cash. <laughs> and one of Ireland's oh. people. Just... Just Rory. Just wow. one of Ireland's Rory's. Yeah. You three are all wearing class jumpers today. I feel like I am Joe because I have the black <laughs> jeans and the yellow logo. This is I the new Joe. uniform. And so is my it's wife. It's a rejected Fight Club line. I am Joe's internal monologue. I am of Joe's course. film journalist. But like we got grey. We got what colour is yours? Poo. Poo. What colour is yours? <laughs> yellow. Mustard. Mustard, right, Mustard. yeah. But like, I... Has <sighs> not got the memo? No. no. If, I, if I'd if known... I wore a jumper yesterday. Does that count? Uh, a nice jumper? Was it on camera? Where is it now? <laughs> it was. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that film in session. But yes, it was. What colour was it? It was navy. navy. You know me. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> we do. I mean, this is this is a departure. Yeah. This is This is... Garish. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe I'm wearing such a loud shirt today. <laughs> this is what you wear when you've just oh broken up with somebody. Like I'm wearing my yeah. 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 yeah no, I just I let myself go. Going through a thing. He's gone to his half. Like, just leave me. Just set. leave me. All right. Um, so you're getting your hair like gone. dyed. <laughs> you okay, hon? Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? You don't say that word where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Hungry? Welcome to the Big Review Ski. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us. Or tell us you your can... favourite jumper. Or yeah. tell us about your favourite jumper. Yeah. Please do. 100%. Um, somebody I saw last week, uh, somebody left a comment <laughs> on one of the, the videos. We always say, please subscribe, leave your reviews, leave your comments. Somebody Colin. left a wonderful comment, which was like, you guys make this look like a chore. <laughs> I saw that comment too. I know. We, oh, no. like what really it's actually a whole lot of fun but as well as that we are at work so it is technically a chore in a way yeah pay for a chore if you're going to write something just write something nice yeah yeah oh yeah anyway subscribe to the show leave a review not that one Um, (laughs) that's that one done oh change of plan this week we're not going straight into the big question Mm. Mm. That's why, he's, that's why he's changed shirts. I know. Everyone's on your horse. I'll change this your horses. We're going straight into the big trailer. And for this week's big trailer, it's over to me. Yeah. Owen Doherty. And there was no other option because Rory threatened us in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> there was no other option. I didn't even look to see what else came out this week. I was like, you better, you better do Fast and Furious 9. Uh, so that's did. what we did. <laughs> Number 9, isn't it? It's fine. It is the 10th movie. Fine. In the Fast the and 10th Furious. movie. In the Fast and Furious yeah. world. Yes. So I they, think in America it's called F9, which wow. is just a button on a keyboard. Yeah. Just actually F9? What does F9 it do? Gives you a trailer for Fast yeah. and Furious. So if, you, if you're sitting at home right now, yeah. and you've got your uh, computer keyboard in front of you, yeah. or you're just probably on your phone. Save so. your file first. Don't uh, blame yeah, <laughs> save your file and then hit F9. The trailer automatically plays. That's how computers and it subscribes, imagine. And it subscribes to ah, everything. And leaves a nice comment. So we were living our lives one quarter mile at a time, and then boom, Super Bowl happened. And no, 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 because what actually happened was there was a teaser before that. No, well, yes, no. that's true too. But like, what actually happened was there was an entire music festival in Miami. Oh my just goodness! For the launch of this trailer. What? That's insane. Yeah. So who so, was at the music festival? Uh, Ludacris was performing. Oh. Celine, obviously, she's, of course, she's in, in yeah. <laughs> Celine's 
DNA is just a part of Fast and Furious world. Yeah. Christa Berg. Uh, Cardi B. Dana. Oh was my there. Christa Berg, that's his nickname. Cardi B. <laughs> Christy B. <laughs> Christy B. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was just uh, some other people, like, they were all performing, but it was all leading up to the release of this four minute long trailer. So, yeah. this trailer, as we said, is like basically the guts of four minutes, three minutes, 55 seconds, and it is better than most films we've seen this year already. It's, as you as you correctly said, it's like this is the be- this trailer is the best film I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible, and obviously, family plays a key role. Yeah. Charlize Theron has really? a haircut that I used to have in primary school as well, which good is step. not a good look. But good she step. makes it work. She makes it work. But um, yes, let's take a wee look at uh, part of the yeah. epic trailer. We, we for, can't we can't play the whole trailer because the episode will be it's too long. Two hours long. Oh, but here's a wee sneak peek, and then we'll, we'll come back to it. Okay, so ready yourself. Here it goes. This is F9. Hit F9, and the trailer will play. Go. Boop. Wait there, do it again, and I'll get the timing right. Go. Boop. No, wait. Go. Yeah, how do I... Just... Boop. No matter how fast you are. I am not too weak compared to you. No one outruns their past. I am more easy. You trying your best to become me. And mine. Just caught up to me. Been a long time, don't. So we're up against a master thief, assassin, high performance driver. Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. Okay, lot to process. So much. My eyes are bleeding I'm from ex- looking at I'm that. I'm exhausted. In a good way. Yeah. yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, first things first, key details. Uh, it's about it's family. Out, <laughs> it's about family. Yes. <laughs> Take a drink every time someone mentions yeah. family. Oof. 22nd of May, 2020. That's is soon. when it's coming out. It's so soon. Wow. Yeah. Um, so there's that. We have um, Justin Lin is returning as director. Yeah. And he has directed... Three, Fast four, five, years. and six. Yeah. Is it all of those? There's um, like five, six, Tokyo Drift. There's a whole bunch of them in the middle that he's he, been involved in. Star, Star Trek Beyond as well, was that him? Yes. yes. Yeah. Fast and Furious Star Trek Beyond, that's in there as well. It's <laughs> the next space. Um, They're going to go to space. So the main thing, well, we're, gonna, we're just going to pick like a, a, a moment from the trailer, each of us. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul, what did you go for? What's your favourite part of that trailer? How did that wooden bridge support the car driving on it? It's a great question. I just, when I saw it, I just thought Temple of Doom with the thing going yes. down. But I was like, how does it support it? Physics? I don't think physics exists. It's, it's, not, it's not a part of this world. It's not a part yeah. of the Fast and Furious world. Yeah. Family. That's family. why. <laughs> what you study? Biology, chemistry, family. It's yeah, the power the three of family. Yeah. Uh, there must be really, there must be like the, the, the rope bridge in Antrim. Must be really strong ropes yeah, there, you know? That's yeah, where they filmed around. it. Yeah, natural. Yeah, Rory, what did you go for? Well, uh, this, Fiona. If we can get this. Oh, you have a moment. You have a moment. I just have a, a split second. Okay, let's take a look. There she is. Oh. Wait, so we're... Are the hair we, needs... The hair needs... Oh, we're, sorry. Play the <laughs> clip. But the hair changes. <laughs> well, she used... In the first one, she had, like, lady dreads. My God. I actually <laughs> this, used to... I used to I, have those earrings so in school I. as well. I had oh this exact haircut when I was, like, eight. Yeah. It's a step. I used to... Yeah, the in the morning, it's like... It's a step. Yeah. yeah. Split it... Like in the middle, oh, and go for the curtains, like no. that. The Darren Anderson well. look, the, yeah. Mac, the McDonald's look, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Like normal, like uh, like in a film filled with everything that is in that trailer, I I actually had to pause it and go. Who, that was, who said this was? That was the one moment you find, you find unbelievable. Yes, someone <laughs> said to Charlize, "This is what we're doing," and she was like, "Yep, fine, not a bother." I'm on board for not this. Not a bother. I think we so, all could have done an own this week and picked like five stuff from this, oh, and we still wouldn't have enough to talk about. It's ridiculous. This whole episode so could just be, be us about talking about the trailer. Well, first you're going to just say the quote of "Not all blood is family." It's going to be a tattoo that a load of yeah. people are going to get yeah. after this. Yeah. Film. Can you explain yeah. that to me? <laughs> Not all <laughs> blood, blood is family. family. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. It's blood. That's actually, not a revelation. I'm glad you brought that up because I've actually this <laughs> week. If you take a look here. Fucking hell, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? We're going if I got to a see it. After watching the Fast and Furious 9 trailer. We all need to get it, I think, as a family. Yeah. I got the trailer uh, tattooed in my back, pal. <laughs> <laughs> the one I picked is the very end where suddenly the car becomes Spider Man. That's and amazing. I have, like, <laughs> just a piece of web support, a whole car coming back up onto a bridge that's fine. <laughs> I just. It's phenomenal. I mean, surely Spider-Man are going to sue. Like they've I taken. Mean, I love the fact that in the four-minute trailer, <laughs> they use the same stunt <laughs> twice, <laughs> and they do it two different ways. One is with, with the, like as you said, on the rope bridge with the spider mm. Spider-Man web type thingy, and the other bit was actually the bit I picked out because Ludacris says he just says the best line in the full trailer. He's like, "Damn." They got a magnet plane, <laughs> which is, I think, what, no, you, haven't, you haven't seen like, a magnet plane before. You can imagine writing that down yeah. on paper. Damn, they a, got a magnet that's plane. That's not a thing. <laughs> a magnet plane. <laughs> that's not like a, it's not a, oh it's God. not a thing where you can go. Oh, we got a magnet plane, and no one has <laughs> any questions. That's another there. tattoo, guys. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad you brought the plane there. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot. Like, Surely the planes that low to a car, it would like blow it off the world. Exhaust. But like, so none of us picked the. Where Vin Diesel is standing on the side of a car oh. and just stops <laughs> another car from hitting him. <laughs> he just like the car is flipping and he goes, No. <laughs> no, I and will not have this. Yeah. Like that happens in this trailer, and none of us picked it as the craziest bit of this trailer. We haven't even maybe mentioned the, the Maybe fact the magnet plane was nearby. <laughs> possibly. Maybe possibly. the magnetic yes. force pulled it away. That's I mean, a fair point. Yeah. It's not a fair point. But <laughs> <It's> it <is. laughs> so we can agree that gravity and logic has completely gone but out the magnet plane. What we haven't talked about is the fact that uh, like Vin Diesel and John Cena are brothers. Cena in this. brothers. Nine movies in, not one mention, not one mention of, of him. <laughs> family, 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 family. Have you any brothers or sisters? Don't. <laughs> Don't ask have, me about well, it. But that's the thing. Like, well, you Jordana know, like, Brewster can't is his sister. Can't see him. Yeah. Jordana Brewster is his sister. He is. Oh, in, this, in, the, in the story. In, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, it's her brother too, but... <laughs> Nobody cares Nobody about cares. that. Nobody cares. My God. It's his evil twin. Oh, right. and, and Han's alive. Yeah. And Han's... My he God. Died. He died yeah. six weeks ago. So he died, died ages again. ago. And he was like... He was the catalyst for so many of the other films where like it was like, oh my God, I can't believe he killed Han. We're going to get you. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But now he's just... He's, he's just super not dead. It's like Star Wars. Han is always alive. Just, They're definitely just, bringing just bring this franchise back, into whatever. space, aren't they? Without a doubt. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, thought, thought so. Oh my Oof. God, that's Fast and Furious 9. <sighs> I'm exhausted. <sighs> Absolutely wrecked. Um, you can check out the full <laughs> four-hour trailer up on Joe. Um, you can uh, go and see it there. 
We'll probably be talking about it again, like a whole lot more between now and the 22nd of May, whenever it's I'd be very upset movie. if we don't talk about this every week. Actually, comes as out. Um, Someone in film school will do this as their thesis. Like, it will be a story. Hello, Professor Roy Cashin here. <laughs> PhD <laughs> we and F9. Today. Just like based on your tattoo again. Mm. Yeah. I mean, oh, holy moly. Now it's time for the big review. Nope. No, we started the show. Got it. Yeah, nice time for the big interview. There you go. Yeah. On the big review ski. Yeah. I'm getting the hang of it. 54 shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's an amazing lineup of guests this week because we have the release of the brand new movie in the DC universe. Um, it is Birds of Prey. Oh, let's Give it a go. Get the full name. Come on. Okay. Birds of Prey, colon, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Of Harley Quinn? Is it w- one Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn? One. It is the one Harley Quinn. The one Harley Quinn, Guernsey, Peel, Potato, Literary Society. <laughs> That's the one. That's it. Um, so obviously Margot Robbie is back on the big screen as Harley Quinn. The last time we saw her was in Suicide Squad, which wasn't the greatest film in the world. No. But, but she was great in it. She was. She was yeah. one of, if not the best thing mm-hmm. in that uh, previous movie. So she's back as, he's like executive producer in this as well. Yep. So this is a real kind of passion project we're going to make this work and uh she's teamed up with a whole bunch of gal pals to basically tell their own story uh about harley forget batman forget the joker um it's set in gotham and yeah as we said it's basically her story um so before we hear from margot robbie herself and who else were you chatting to Rory? this one is margot and uh oh Jer- journey smollett bell so she's black canary in yes. the movie Journey, like the band. Smollett, like the Hobbit. Belle, like the end. Or like the actress oh. from Friday Night Lights that I really like. Yeah. Good Lord. Is she in, is she in, is she in Friday Night Lights in as Friday well? Friday Night Lights, yeah. Amazing. Okay, so this is uh, a clip of the film first. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll come back. Then the movie, and then and I'm back here. Okay. You really are getting the hang of it, aren't you? Yeah. I got so. it. Got it all written down. Go. You bored just here. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help you? Why, yes, yes, you can. I'm here to report a terrible crime. And what terrible crime is that? This one. Ah, shit. I told this all wrong. Quick history lesson. This all started when the Joker and I broke up. It was completely mutual. And soon enough, I was back on my feet, ready to embrace the fierce goddess within. <laughs> this looks like a batch of bonkers movie, mm-hmm. which is good, which is kind of what you want for Harley Quinn anyway. Mm. Um, so um, you obviously had a chance to catch up with the director and a whole bunch of the cast, but obviously we're going to check out your chat with Margot Robbie and, as you said, Journey Smollett-Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the interviews are up on Joe. Uh, on the YouTube page, so you can go and check those out as well. But uh, what did you get chatting about? Uh, well, the first bit we're talking about is how in the movie, at the very start of the movie, actually, you find out that Harley Quinn had an ex-girlfriend. Um, and in the movie, Ewan McGregor's character, Black Mask, and Chris Messina's character, Victor Zaz, have a very um, unique relationship. Uh, so we just got chatting about how... Uh, Birds of Prey might be like a first for a lot of 
interesting relationships that aren't normally tackled in uh, comic book blockbuster stuff. Uh, she has one particular character that she really, really, really wants Harley Quinn to team up with in the next movie. It wasn't so much... I mean, a lot of the characters weren't built around their sexuality per se. I mean, me personally, I'd love to do a Poison Ivy film because I love in the comics the the Harley-Poison Ivy relationship. Some comics it's romantic, some comics it's just friendship. Either way, I like, I'm like i fascinated by that and I, mm-hmm. love, I love seeing them together in the comics. So that's my personal point of view. Um, but uh, in, in regards to Roman and Zaz... It wasn't written that they have a specific sexuality that's that comes into play in the narrative, um, but I think it was always an idea that Roman is constantly manipulating his power over people, but also has a certain dependency on people. Mm-hmm. Like he has this certain sort of like Canary seems to have this hold over him. Like he cares what she thinks of him so so much, and and she's also able to calm him, calm him, moments. and soothe him yeah. in a way. And he has this like need. So I think depending on who he has a relationship, whether it's Zaz or Canary, I think they're probably the two closest relationships he has. There's this constant power shift of and him, codependency, codependency, and this de- yeah, exactly, which makes him just an interesting. And Ewan made so many interesting choices just to give us a villain that isn't you know, straight up bad guy sure. that we've seen before. So that was really fun to watch. And, um, yeah, I mean, Harley doesn't really have a romantic storyline for once in this in this film. It's which is really not about that. Which it's is not great, about yeah. that, exactly, which is really fun. But, um, no, I'm glad you picked that up at the <laughs> beginning because, again, that's just something I'd like to explore in the future. So, yeah, she wants, uh, she, she wants kind of a team-up movie of sorts with Poison Ivy, whoop, whoop. Uh, which which leads to our uh, complete flip-up of the normal way to show, because you're... Ooh, I'm so rolled. confused. Like, everything's rolled. up in the air. Because, <laughs> Is this about where we talk about Fast and Furious 9? Again, yeah. Okay, uh, No. So, so nor- normally, at the top of the show, we did a big question, but because of Margot, we have to break the rules Margo a little bit. Margot dictates our running order. Anything for Margot. Listen. So... Yeah, off the back of her saying she wants Poison Ivy in the next uh, Harley Quinn movie, I wanted to know who you would cast as Poison Ivy in that next Harley Quinn movie. Before we answer, uh-huh. who did you go for? Because like, Rory Cash is always going to go for like, oh my God, it's somebody you would never expect. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. It's a man, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's Idris Elba or something. I mean, would he <laughs> you not can see it. Idris Elba would make an amazing <laughs> Poison Ivy. He can do anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you if I can't for? be Bond, I'm going to be yeah. Poison Ivy. Uh, I went with, we were only chatting about her last week for Queen and Slim. Oh. It's uh, Jodie Turner-Smith. Good shout. Who I think would be fantastic in it because she's she's got like the physicality of Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy's kind of a uh, like a tall kind of svelte like she's very statuesque in the comic books mm-hmm. uh, and she's definitely got a presence about her and we don't know enough about Jodie where you know we kind of automatically think of who she might be in other movies already like she's she's new enough and fresh enough talent that you can see her in any role at the minute. Uh, and I think she would be fantastic. She was great in Queen and Slim. Um, yeah, I think she'd be great. Quality. Mm-hmm. Justine? So, I went for an interesting one here. Okay? Did you? Bull Here we go. <laughs> Liam got her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a little think about this. And uh, person I went for, 
interesting, when I did a bit of research, was actually offered by Warner Brothers to play the Black Canary or the Huntress. They really wanted her. Oh. But it was at the time that she was filming, why can't I think of the name of it? A Star is Born. Bradley Cooper? I oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. So, now look at there with oh the red gosh. hair. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't that already look ideal? Like, I think, even she's been trying to get more into acting between Star is Born and then American Horror Story. Yeah. And any of her music videos, she is transformed into any kind of character. And I think she would honestly be brilliant for That's this That's a role. great idea. We are, of course, talking about Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Um, but it was interesting when I did the research that Warner Brothers actually did want her involved in this movie, but because it was at the same time she was being involved with Stars Born at the time, she turned it down. And they offered her more money and she still turned it down. So I think that would, would be that a would great, be a great show. show. And it would, you know, in yeah. terms of you know, really bring in an audience, I think, as well. Definitely, yeah. No, quality. Interesting. She doesn't have the height yeah. that, when you're saying about Poison Ivy, though, Listen, Lady Gaga's... Listen, camera tricks. I was... Yeah. <laughs> Shoot up. If it works for Tom Cruise <laughs> and Gandalf, yeah. then it works Just for everybody else. shoes. Yeah. 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 fine. Um, we have a magnet plane in the world now, so <laughs> we can do anything, you know. take a bit of metal on her head and just lift her up. Um, yeah, because, similarly, as Justine's saying, I didn't take kind of the the height and statuesque mm. kind of element into mm. account. I thought, uh, went for one answer. One answer, wow. which is good for me. Um, but I, I was kind of thinking back, obviously Batman and Robin popped in my head initially, and then Uma Thurman mm-hmm. back then. And I was like, oh my God, Maya Hawke, who is her daughter, who most people know from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Mm. Again, she's relatively brand new, mm. like Lady Gaga in terms of acting, <laughs> and uh, Jodie Turner-Smith Turner yeah. as well. So hasn't got a whole lot of other characters that people associate her with, but obviously you can see her there on the right as her character Robin in Stranger Things. Um, but on the left as well, she's got flowers in her hair, which automatically qualifies her for playing the role. <laughs> So yes. this how is a, long a did you look for that stock image? <laughs> Man, Huck, flowers, found it. F- but she is a fantastic <laughs> person who can say words. She's a fantastic uh, actor, and uh, I just thought it was a nice connection yeah. between yeah, herself like and her mommy like as well. Yeah. But I do think she has the look um, of Poison Ivy as well. I do well. think Emma Thurman was probably the best thing from Batman and From Robin. Batman like and Robin knew, as well. She yeah, she's the only one. She was the only one that kind of like, this is what it is. Yeah, she knew what film she was in. Yeah. Apart from all the um, Mr. Freeze puns. But yeah. 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 <laughs> also Oscar, Oscar winner. And the, new, and, and, and the bat nipples. Yeah. And the bat nipples, the bat of course. Oh. oh my God, there's so much. <laughs> we need to do a rewatch of Batman and Robin. But no, so I went for Maya Hawke. That's a good one. Uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Paul, what would you? I went for friend of the show and a person that you chat to not too long ago, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Colin Meany. <laughs> there you go. There's Owen. Hell yeah. You, you can see the pain in young Haley's face talking to Owen there behind us on the Oh, screen. yeah. That's right. Uh, I went Sorry, for it because I think she was extremely good in Edge of 17, really yeah. funny. Yeah. And that's the tone that the kind of DC have established. But also done action with Bumblebee was really good and just a very good actress for, ever since True Grit. I was a fan. I think she'd be able to knock it out of the park and... I think she'd have a lot of fun with it. Mm. I think we've basically done the work for Warner Brothers. That's yeah. an amazing shortlist of four people. I mean, you're welcome. If any one of the four get it, oh, that's... 10%. Uh, all <laughs> the way. Oh, but split between us. We'll see. We're family. It's, if, if it's your one, yes. <laughs> one quarter mile at a time. 
Um, so yes, yeah, so that was our big question all over the shop. Um, yes, based on, as you said, Margot Robbie would love to team up with Poison Ivy in a future DC movie, uh-huh. which we would love to see as well. So potentially one of those uh, actors would be unreal. Um, but what else were you chatting to the stars about? Well, uh, it was pretty late into production. I think they announced that they got the, the John Wick... Deadpool, Atomic Blonde, stunt people to help out with uh, with the action. And I, it's David Leach. It is Leach. Yeah. Uh, it was the second unit director in this and as well. Is it Chad Stalinsky's the other guy who does all the stunts, but then he directs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they both came on board uh, on on this one to help out with the action stuff. And when you see the film, it is some of the stunts in this are very very impressive. Uh, so I was curious, like as an actor, if you know these people are coming on board to do these stunts with you. Are you like, yes, I'm excited. Are you like, let me just double check my insurance real quick (laughs) just to make sure I'm not going to break everything. Uh, So this was how they reacted when they found out these guys were coming on board. Can I just, for a bit of context there as well, like most people don't get to chat to Margot Robbie in their life. You were fortunate enough to meet her twice in the past kind of few months. Yeah. Because you were chatting to her for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and in that interview she actually talked about her favourite ever stunts, which happened to be on this movie as mm-hmm. well. So it's a nice kind of, um, obviously at the time when she was promoting that previous film for Quentin Tarantino, nobody knew like how good or how class or how stunty the stunts were in mm. Birds of Prey, but it's good to, to finally see it. But uh, yeah, as you said, is their answer on that stuff. No. Still getting better. Yeah, so good. No, oh, we were man. thrilled. We were psyched. I'm such a fan of the John Wick films, and Chad and his whole team, my goodness, they're like some of the best stunt team in the business. So I was so thrilled that you all hired them to do this because it meant that the action was going to be top-notch. And they pushed us really hard. They trained us for close to five months, and, you know, we all had different fighting styles and Black Canaries you know, a street fighter trained in mixed martial arts. So it's not really something you can phone in. And it can't just be cute. You got to, like, really do it. So they were constantly on the side of the camera shouting at us, kick harder, Journey, (laughs) higher in the chest, you know. And and after each take, because they had us really making contact with each other. And so you're, you're like, going in. And then after the take, you're like, are you okay? I'm so sorry. I got your neck. I'm meant for the chest. I'm really sorry about that, you know. But they were amazing. And they pushed us hard because they wanted us to be able to do as much as we could. As you said, Roy, uh, loads of brilliant stunts in this. And actually, the action is one of the the brilliant things about the movie. Um, So, as we said, plot-wise, it's set kind of after linked to Suicide Squad. But there's no appearance from, like, Joker and Batman, as we said. Well, the Joker is in it, it but you never see his face. Yes, I think that's okay to say. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right, because it happens right, like, pretty much at the start of the film, whenever uh, Margot Robbie, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, is given the kind of the, the context of where we are in this moment in time. You have Hugh McGregor as the big baddie in yep. this particular one, Black Mask, um, basically uh, a bad guy businessman in Gotham um, who's trying to take over, as any businessman are trying to do. Um, and then you also have uh, a kind of like an eclectic mix of other really strong female characters. You have Mary Elizabeth Winstead yes. in there as the Huntress. Um, you also have Cassandra Kane, who is the young um, kind of pickpocket, who's kind of the MacGuffin. Who, I, don't, I don't know what her, what's her name in real life. Oh, Ella, Ella J. Basco. 
I think. Oh my God, so we got <laughs> Journey, Smollett, Bell? Yes. And Ella. Ella J. Basco. <laughs> Anybody else with interesting names? Well, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is pretty long as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Margaret Robbie, and then, well, Rosie Perez, but that's easy. <laughs> that's so easy. Um, um, but yeah, so you have this, and their paths kind of cross in different and interesting ways. But um, yeah, so we had a chance to see this. Uh, it's out in cinemas this week. But, you know, a lot of people are kind of already looking at the trailer and has a very specific look, colour scheme, all of that kind of stuff. And they're like, oh my God, is it as terrible as it looks? Whatever. It's actually, it's a whole lot of fun. It's so much fun. Uh, yeah. it's, that's it. If you're looking for a good, fun time at the cinema. Um, and Margot Robbie just nails it. She's got the character uh, down to a T in terms of um, just perfectly portraying that sense of manic anarchy mm. throughout, but also kind of breaking the fourth wall every so often, that like in a Deadpool kind of style as well. Um, but so she nails that side of it. And then the other ones, they're, they're like laughs throughout, but there's some really big uh, comedy moments that just land with everybody in the audience. And then, as we said, the action is super as well. It's a lot so of It's way more violent than I was expecting it to be. And there are a lot of... Kicks to the nuts, probably the most. I don't know what the, the, the nut kick count is, but it's like, you know that bit in like Hot Shots Part 2 when it's like, it's doing the kill count and it's ramping up. Like you could do that for um, for Birds of Prey as well with just kicks that they execute. But there's a brilliant action scene where Margot Robbie uh, kind of storms a police station. And again, it's just the color and the glitter and everything about it. It's just done in a brilliant way. But um, so, uh, no, there was a lot to like about the movie and again you can see them coming back for more this as well in this particular world um what did you think Roy? yeah no the same i thought it was i thought it was great there it it does mostly land the how much fun she's having mixed in with sometimes how dark the movie can be because Hugh mcgregor's character he's he's an interesting villain um because he's not the typical kind of Mega mega mania kind of like there's something very uniquely twisted about him, and his his henchman Chris Messina is a serial killer, a super violent serial killer, and the stuff that the two of them do across the film because one scene you'd be like ha ha, and then they'll do something you're like oh my god that's this horrific, is yeah. so horrific, uh, and ninety percent of the time they land that, but there there is one or two times you're like I feel bad now because I was laughing a minute ago, <laughs> and now this has happened. But uh, yeah, like I'd love to see, I'd love to see more of yeah. of them all because there's not like I don't think there's a weak link in any of the Birds of Prey. No, definitely not. No, well, that's good because that was my fear. Because like Suicide Squad, that was the problem. Yeah, was, yeah. Like Margot Robbie was so good, she stood out, and the rest, even Will Smith, were just filler. And like yeah. Cara Delevingne, that film was. Yeah. I don't even know if she was acting. I don't know what she <laughs> yeah. was doing. But um, no, I'm really excited to see this, and I loved, I loved the palette, and I loved that Robbie. I think she's producing on this. Like this is yeah. clearly her baby. Like she'll go off and do other stuff. But I, like Ryan, but I get the vibe like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. She's really invested in yeah. in, in the character. <laughs> yeah. So I would I wouldn't be surprised if she comes back for another one and maybe ten years down the with line. Did should be should be linked to this. Yeah. With exactly. Poison Ivy. Yeah. There's actually one of the most relatable parts of any movie, <laughs> not the hot pants, but the um, there's a bit with an egg cheese sandwich, which up on like a big screen looks incredible anyway because <laughs> egg cheese sandwiches are class. Um, but it's just, there was a bit uh, where Margot Robbie, uh, as Harley Quinn, gets quite attached to a particular sandwich, 
and tragedy occurs. I don't want to spoil anything, but <laughs> it's probably one of the most emotional things I've seen since, you know, like the little red coat in Schindler's List. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, how you, you equate that. Akin to that is like I haven't been this moved since that moment. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so worth it going to see just for that. that. The costumes. I want mm. all her outfits so much. I love it. She looks class. class in it. I mean, and again, it's weird because obviously it's set in Gotham, which is obviously normally New York. Um, but she's running around. There's like like normal people, like just everyday clothes and outfits and whatever. Mm. And she's just running around in this Harley Quinn gear, which is amazing um, in that particular world. No, Halloween and, uh, this yeah. year yeah. is going to be. Massive, yeah. Uh, yeah. massive fair play as well, I'd say, for DC and Warner's because like, they really course-corrected these characters. Like, yeah. After, like oh, Batman, yeah. Suicide Squad and Justice League. I was like, oh, God. But then, like the last while, they've knocked them out of the park. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they're really, they're really, I think, found, finally found like, their tone for their universe. So I can't wait to see what comes and actually, before, Which will be Poison Ivy. Yeah, exactly. And before the screening for this, there was actually a sneak peek at, uh, well, the new uh, Wonder Woman trailer, which looks fantastic. And Black Adam, I think The Rock's in pre-production already, isn't it? As which well. Is kind of and, Shazam mm-hmm. spin-off. But also a wee sneak peek at Tenet. <gasps> as well, Christopher oh, there, we saw the six-minute audio Yeah, blog. so oh, the, 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 good. The, kind of the preview. So uh, a lot of exciting stuff <laughs> happening there. No, <laughs> wow. no you didn't. Wow. wow. Oh, no, you didn't. So that is Birds of Prey. <laughs> The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn out in cinemas this week. You can check out uh, Roy's interview with uh, the stars of the movie uh, up on YouTube there as well. And uh, But for now, it's on to the next review. What have we got? Oh, the next let's, one let's is... Look, somebody, oh somebody tell me. What is it? It's Doolittle. Oh, it's Doolittle. So... Oh, this is okay. such a emotional rollercoaster. <laughs> Doolittle okay. with it. Doolittle <laughs> with it if you want. <laughs> Yikes. Robert Downey Jr. is um, Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's take a wee look at the uh, the trailer before we get stuck into the review. I think kinda, you've kind of done the review oh, already. Man. Okay. <laughs> What's the one after Doolittle? <laughs> we'll just move straight on to that. Yeah. Let's just do the clip and then okay, we'll get clip. through this. We'll get through this together, guys. Like, like a family. Daniel Bedingfield. We have no choice but to embark. On this perilous journey. Everyone pack your bags! <laughs> you can talk to animals. So. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Does it speak to critics? I mean, so, a family movie from the writer and director of Syriana. Um, well, and traffic. Well, <laughs> um, you're selling it to me. It's it's really bad. Like it's it's really really oh, really God. bad. Like Downey Jr. It, he he has I think in the beginning a Welsh accent. Okay, and then it just goes for a walk around Scotland, a bit of Australia, Northern Ireland for a bit. Um, and he's Never heard of it. his wife died looking for a an island. Uh, so he's like home alone for seven years. I don't know. Now he hasn't left his house in seven years. Okay. Oh. And he's surrounded by the, all these animals that only he can talk to. And they're all voiced by like super famous people like Rami Malek and Emmy Thompson. It's a ridiculous oh, yeah. cast. Marion Cotillard is a fox and she says Viva la Revolution for no reason. You've got Jesse Buckley oh. to talk to. Come on. Jesse Buckley's the queen and she's dying. Oh. She has no lines. In this movie. Oh, no lines. No lines. So she's like, she's, she's, in, she's in the bed. She's like, how could you not use Jesse Buckley in the film? 
I remember I interviewed her. Yeah, that's And I right. said, do you know if you're an animal? She said, I don't know. You're the queen. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Wait, sorry, is she a human queen? Or yes, like a queen bee? The queen or of what's England. The oh, she's the actual queen. The queen. queen. The queen. Okay. Of England. So she's dying. With no lines. With no lines. Some, some young girl... Like, just arrives at Doolittle's house, and she's like, you have to help the Queen. And he's like, I haven't left my house in seven years. But then he decides to go and find the island that his wife died looking for. Okay. To find a special plant to that get will... get away from him. To, that will find a special plant that will help the Queen not die. Weed. I'm, <laughs> or other plants. Whatever, whatever helps, I guess. So he goes off on an adventure looking for... <laughs> looking for the plants. That's the plot. I think the writers might have That's been. Yeah, I think the writers sorry, might have been using some of that. Yeah. So can he? Can he actually talk to animals, or is it all he in his can. head, or what's it? No, he can talk to them. And there's a young young boy who just again just arrives at this house one day, and he's like, "I want to be your apprentice." And then the two of them just go off on the boat, and he doesn't like tell his family or that he's going. He just the goes. wee boy. Yeah. Doesn't have to sign like a form or no. Like no one seems to be noticed that he's gone, and then he just like learns how to talk to the animals and there's whole scenes where like he's talking to bees and he's like like he's and he's talking in animal talk but it's not subtitled for us to know what they're saying (laughs) it's a private conversation Rory no exactly you don't have to but then so he'll he'll be like buzzing at the bees and then he'll be talking to the the bear and he's like like roaring but then the bees and the bears can talk to each other but well, what language are they language? speaking? Are they speaking bee? Are they speaking bear? Are they speaking animal? No, it's a, it's a valid question. <laughs> Ironically, they have a dairy accent. Too, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, uh, so was there anything kind of redeemable? Because no. obviously the um, no. the last thing that most people would have seen Robert Downey Jr. in is Avengers Endgame. There was a lot of talk for potentially being Oscar nominated because it was yeah. such a brilliant performance from him. And then to go from that, obviously he wants to change the pace. He got it. <laughs> he's really unlikable in this really oh, really really nearly like, impossible to do yeah. his character is just he, you, you, for within the first 10 minutes you're like I hope you don't succeed in this ah. because it's he's not a nice guy okay. and he never becomes a nice person mm. either and then it's just over the court like he just runs into people like he's like oh we're at the island that we need it's like for what okay and Antonio <laughs> Antonio Banderas is there and he's like you killed my daughter and everyone knows that he didn't kill his daughter it was <laughs> There's a daughter. <laughs> oh, Antonio Banderas' daughter was who Downey was married to. But you don't oh, find that out. You don't right. find that out. Okay. Way out. See, family. Family. Yeah. Oh, there's a dragon. There's a dragon. Of course there's a dragon. There's a dragon? Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't there be? Uh, how, how long? There's a dragon. Yeah. What was your favorite animal out of all the animals? There is the a queen. there is a uh, a dragonfly. Okay. Voiced by, do you know, Jason Manzoukas? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. He Love that guy. was quite funny. But. Okay, so, so, sorry, people would know him from. Uh, he was Brooklyn in the good Nine place Nine in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And, and yeah. The Dictator with Sasha Baron Cohen yes, as well. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he was the funniest one. Um, but they're like. So Robert Downey Jr. and him re- are reunited. He's a fucking dragonfly. Sorry, he's a dragonfly. <laughs> A reunited. Uh, Wait, sorry. Is there a dragon and a dragonfly? Yes. Aww. Is there a fly? I don't. I don't remember. But they're I'll reunited, and he's like, "Oh, it's great to see you again. It's been seven years. Dragonflies don't live that long. Oh. Dragonflies live a couple of months, maybe seven years. 
Oh my God. It's an old dragonfly. It's a wise old <laughs> dragonfly. Yeah. Okay, so the dragonfly was your favorite out of all the animals. Yeah. So because Jessie Buckley, without having lines, comes away with some credit probably from this by yeah, not she, having she lines. Yeah, she was probably like, you can just cut out my lines. So I think yeah, like the fine. original version of uh, Dr. Doolittle was... Oh, Eddie Murphy? <laughs> no. Not that one. No, there was Rex Harrison yeah. like, back in the 60s. Every version of Doolittle has been... Bad. I thought they were the, like they won an Oscar like for like best song or something. Big flops and stuff. Okay. Are you talking about Eddie Murphy's one though as well? Yeah. Including that. Ah, oh, he was great. I completely forgot about that. That was what? great. It was like a comedy. I can't even. It was like a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a comedy, but it was like it's as close to a comedy as <laughs> yeah. you can imagine. Without being without funny. Dragonfly. <laughs> it just came right up to the line. So do little. Do do less. Do, do not, do not, do not. Yes. Okay, Doctor, do not. Uh, out in cinemas this week. Oh, okay. Moving on from that, though, uh, to one of the movies that we're most excited about uh, in twenty twenty. So I had to do Doolittle. We to do this one. <laughs> so, Paul, uh, before we get to your review, uh, this is a wee look at Parasite. No, no, it's not. We just we have to because it's in foreign. <laughs> we can well, have like, in the so background. Do you need the bees yeah. and the bear? And this one is in what language is this? Korean. 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 Yeah, okay, Grant. No so bother. the listeners can't hear this. Okay, so for everybody who's listening, there's just stuff happening on the background. But yeah. we'll, we'll go straight into it then. Yeah. So, Paul Parasite. So, a few weeks ago, I think I picked this as my non-blockbuster of the year that I was yes. most excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And having seen it, it's one of my favourite films I've seen in a long time. I would say, me and Rory had this debate, but it's probably just behind 1917 for me in terms of what I will probably... Get the Oscar. I, and the I, Fast Furious trailer. That's next Absolutely. year. That's next year, along with the Bad Boys Bad 4. Boys 4. <laughs> uh, had to get it in there somewhere. Um, I, As I said, like when I talked about it a few weeks ago, I think the less you know about this is probably the better because I think there's so many different twists and turns in it that um, uh, it's actually kind of hard to describe what we'll take. It's basically a young family, a family on the breadline in Korea um, struggling to make ends meet. Uh, the father's out of work and the mother is stay at home and the young boy who's got a bit of brains about him and, and the daughter uh, go look for work. The boy uh, learns through a friend that this rich family um, are looking for a private tutor for their daughter and the mother is a bit uh, suggestible. Um, they kind of imply that she's doing, but she, I don't think she is. She's just a bit very, a bit gullible. So they take the, 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 the poor boy in and he fraudulently makes documents say he's got education from Harvard and he doesn't. He's just talking to his talking to his bum. But he kind of befriends the family and they take him in and slowly um by circumstance he, uh, you know, there's new positions created for his other family members through manipulation and through coercion and underhanded tactics. Um but there's a secret in the house that's uh just bristling underneath the surface and you're thinking like why is this What's happening here? Because the rich family seems so nice, but there's something that's Not developing right. underneath the underneath the surface, and that's pretty much what the film is. It's, it's a lot of. It, it's hard to describe in terms of performances. It's it's fantastic. There's a. I mean, I'm looking at Kang Ho Song, who's in a lot of uh, Bong Joon Ho's films. He's in Snowpiercer. He's in The Host. He's in Memories of Murder. He's the father. He's he's so good in it. Um. But just on a strictly story level telling, uh, a level of storytelling, you'll be fascinated to see because it's a slow, kind of burning, creepy, f- creepy film. Um, but then it just explodes in the last half hour in a scene that you will very, very seldom quickly forget. Um, but in visual terms, and I don't want to get too high art about this, 
it's absolutely beautiful. There's so many motifs running through it. It's like even the way certain scenes are shot between partitioning the poor and the rich, and it, it's so good. And even the title, when you when you leave the cinema, you think about what it means, and there's various discussions about it. Um, but what it does for me, it it's very simplistic. To say, oh, you know, rich people are terrible. They're horrible. Burn the rich. It's not that at all. It's it's it's. Um, it's more about the idea of, of aspiration in society in terms of if you're poor, what you will do to get up to that level. And even if you're at that level, how much of your humanity you lose yourself. And like when that idea is in your head, it never goes. That greed, that, that um, chip on your shoulder. And as I said, the rich people, in this are, they're really nice. But there's something underneath the surface uh, of all the characters here. And it's so well acted. Um, I cannot. I really can't recommend enough. And I said, the less you kind of know about going mm. into it, you'll love it. Well, this is the thing because um, obviously you picked it as your mm. kind of non-blockbuster of 2020 to look forward to, and there's been a lot of hype surrounding it since kind of like the last couple of months of last year when it started um, appearing at various mm. film festivals uh, around the world, and literally everybody who saw it was like, "This is mm. incredible." It's, it's also so very, good. very funny. If you've got a dark sense of humour, it's wickedly funny throughout it. Like there, as like Laurie said, birds prey. This part, so like it's kind of like like oh, you shouldn't be laughing, but this is genuinely hilarious. Yeah. And tonally, it switches. There's some moments that are like it, this is shot like a horror film, like kind of like the dark corridors and the creepy angles. Then the stuff it's like a dysfunctional family drama. Then it's like a Ken Loachian uh, poverty kind of uh, look at class and and and, and money. It, you can you can kind of watch it on any on any level yeah. you want and get something from it. Yeah, it's um, and a lot of people again. Obviously, award ceremonies are going on. Uh, we got the Oscars uh, coming up, or depending mm. on whenever you're watching this, they've just happened. But um, six Oscar noms this has for this. Well, yeah, so picture, this yeah. is obviously it's in the the like foreign language category as well, mm. but it's also in best picture as well. Um, it's already doing really well. And the brilliant thing about uh, the director is like uh, Bong Joon Ho mm. um, himself and Taika Waititi have like become like these brilliant. Kind of like, like almost like a comedy body duo, <laughs> like at all the awards ceremony where like they're just hanging out and like having a brilliant time and traveling around together as well. Um, but it's brilliant to see like two amazing filmmakers like kind of just mm. making different types of film, like um, but uh, kind of connecting in that way as well. But yeah, no, I, I can't wait to see it. I'm the, delighted the thing, to hear it's the, actually. The thing I like about it the most is that I think the discourse around it, and there'll be a lot of really good discussions and think yeah. pieces and stuff like that. I think it'll 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 age really, really well. Mm. Like yeah. I think of all the films I've seen this year, this is probably the one that you know, twenty years time, you're like, like, holy god, that was really, yeah. really on on its time. Yeah, were you a fan as well, Rory? Yeah, like everything, everything Paul said is spot on. It's it's beautiful, so well acted. It's every genre going. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I, I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh, I, I think I kind of know what kind of film this is, and I was wrong. Yeah. And mm. in, in the best way. Yeah, for any, I used, to, I used to live with a guy like who uh, would never watch any films that were black and white, which is a choice, <laughs> but it's like you mop it. Like, you know, there's so many amazing things out there, but you often get that with uh, films that mm. are... Um, that have that have mm. subtitles on it, and people are like, "Well, if I we want to read, I'll read a book." Like, and you're like, "No, no, no, this is." This <laughs> I don't is think you more read books either. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't read. <laughs> but like, but as like I, and I don't want to get too caught in the higher. But like, you could kind of almost watch this visually and just stop it at any yeah. moment and say, "That is 
stunning. And there's yeah. so many different, like even there's something as small as like even the partition of glass between rich and poor, like that's deliberate, like the little yeah. line, like and that's only a tiny thing. Yeah. Like, but like every frame of it, you, it's, there's something underneath the surface. Yeah. So, but for anybody who might be considering not going to see it for that reason, don't, don't, be, singer, don't like, be that person. <laughs> don't be that person. Just actually go and see it because by all accounts, no, it's, I, lo- uh, I love it. I really love it. Brilliant, unbelievable, Parasite. Can't wait. Excited? I am. So I, excited. I, I can yeah. Tell. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Korea for a film festival once, and uh, what? <laughs> when? When? when I was like fourteen, <laughs> like just you were like. I feel like I I'm don't go- know who you. No, are. <laughs> no. Like what? Yeah, were you just like I'm going to Korea for a film festival. No, I uh, made a little film and I won an Irish thing, so I got to represent Ireland. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is yeah, in Seoul it was Seoul International news. Film Festival, so we went what? out there, and I loved watching all the Korean films. I, I I don't know where to begin with it. I have no questions about this. Can you we see say, you represented <laughs> Ireland at a Korean film festival for a short film. later, yeah? This yeah. is bonkers. Like, what was the name of your film? Uh, the film Showgirls. I made was Away in a Home. It was about a group of old people escaping from Norfolk. Home. So it was very much comedy genre. Uh, so them screening that in Korea was mental. At like It was like an adult film festival. We were just representing this like youth category at it. But then it was just all international films there and Korean films. Can we great. watch it? This is incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's five minutes. That I got five you minutes. Want, you will want those five minutes back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made this when I was 13, so. <laughs> Souls. Any, anything Souls. To, like, it could be better than Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> oh, that's, nice. that's the bar. Not Fast and Furious. <laughs> no, no. It doesn't no, have no, an no. It's somewhere in between. Somewhere in It doesn't that, have a seven year old yeah. dragonfly. So, yeah. no. <laughs> An old dragonfly. Yeah. I, so I can't wait. Can't wait when to I asked, were you excited about Parasite? I did not expect <laughs> that answer. Um, wow. So we got Parasite out. We're also going to do a full review of <laughs> Justine's movie next week as well. But our final review for this week is Rhythm Section. The Rhythm Section? The Rhythm, rhythm Section. section yeah. The Rhythm Section. I keep uh, wanting to say Rhythm Nation. I know, I know that's not right. Is that a song? It's, it's a the Rhythm of song. the Night. It's a <laughs> This is the um, So, Rhythm Section starring uh, Blake Lively. She filmed it here in Ireland. Uh, some of it, yeah, yeah. 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 Re- Reed R- Romano. Reed Mar- Romano. Reed. Yeah. The, is it Romano? What are we? Marano? She did, she did the Handmaid's Tale, I know that anyway. That's oh, right. I didn't yeah. know what we were trying to get. Like, I'm trying to say Street O'Connell Street. 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 Yeah. But, um. Marano. So there is Marano. Who's no, normally, normally, whenever something has an Irish association, whether it's filmed here or it's a connection in terms of the production company or the stars or the writers or whatever, we will immediately try to claim it. Mm. So far, to. Rhythm mm-hmm. Section has been. I think it's like like a record breaking flop, maybe. That I think it has the worst wide opening opening weekend in cinema history. I think uh, that's an achievement. It's in there. It's, if it hasn't got it, it's like it's up there. So okay, and it doesn't deserve that, but it mm. doesn't okay. deserve much, much more. more. <laughs> uh, okay, but we like we talked to uh, Ryan Reynolds because yes, that's for yeah. uh, uh, Pikachu. Pikachu. And he was talking about his his fun time. So like some good came out of it. That's for him. Just not for all. I'm so happy. He had a great time. (laughs) I just want the best for him. (laughs) The best for Ryan. (laughs) So um, before we spend most of our time speaking about Ryan Reynolds, who's not in this movie, uh, here's where you look at rhythm section. I lost my family three years ago. 
it wasn't an accident. There was a bomb on that plane. I need your help to find the ones who did this. I've got nothing to lose. What about your life? What about it? So Blake Lively, her family's killed in a plane crash and her life goes downhill. And then she finds out that the plane crash was a terrorist attack. And she takes it upon herself to find the bomber and everyone who was involved in the bombing. Okay, bomber. Uh, and that was actually pretty good. It actually was a bit distasteful, but it was still pretty like good. It's, uh, yeah. it's quick. Like, like it's quick. to all those fi- fictional people that died and their families, the fictional families. It's a bit. I love whenever, but it's quick. You know, like if you ever make a joke these days, nobody laughs. It's just like it's a complete analysis and breakdown of like. <laughs> Yeah, it's quick, yeah. Well, okay, give me that. that Slightly distasteful, <laughs> but yeah. But in my head, I find it funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, like in Friends, like no one ever found anyone else funny. <laughs> never. Never <laughs> no any laughter. No one laughed on that show. Not well, once. So that's us, friends, family. <laughs> um, what quarter mile is that? So she <laughs> finds Jude Law, who is an ex-MI6 agent, and he's been investigating the bombing as well. So he trains her to become a killing machine and sends her after all the people who may uh, have been involved in the bombing. It's very La Femme Nikita, mm. or what was the other one? With um, Bridget Fonda. Assassins? The Assassins. Which was the American remake of Nikita. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's basically just that plot again. But um, she's great yep. in this. It's also a bit like Red Sparrow, a little bit. Okay. Has that vibe okay. to it. She's great in it. Uh, all the... It looks great, and it's like, it's just no fun. It's I was, was going to say, what's, what's not working about it then? It's just no fun. It's obviously it's, Ireland's class. Yeah. Blake Lively is great. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Had a great time. <laughs> yeah. And the, the story as well sounds, okay. It's, right, yeah, it's just, it's just no crack. It's there's just, no twist or turns kind of keep you hooked, is there? Or? It's just, there's not, there's, there's just, you don't care. Mm. It's just, you're, not, you're never like really drawn in because... Is that the writing or like? Or, or it's a bit of that, and it's it's. The, the, I think the director as well like wants to keep you at a distance from lively uh, in it. Like she's very, mm. she very like shut down okay. emotionally, um, and all she wants is revenge. And you're kind of like, okay, yeah, but it's just it's not very entertaining. Okay. Like I I actually dug Red Sparrow, and I I thought it sh- it got, should have got a more attention than it did. But this is just, it's just, it's so dour. Is there anything that kind of like in the wider geopolitical world, which is what I thought the Bourne films did very well and that they're kind of a reflection of like CIA mistrust and kind of government paranoia and stuff like that. I kind of tapped into that. Is there anything to do with the kind of global? No. No? Well, that's probably the reason, yeah. <laughs> It's just... Uh, She's out for revenge and she gets, she can fire guns. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, it's okay. Just, there's, not a, there's not more to it. The car chase is great. There's okay. a car chase in it and that is great. Like there's there's bits in it that are good. Yeah. It's just not a lot of fun. Okay. And I think that's probably what the turn off is. The rhythm section, what's the name about? Or do you just discover that while you're watching the movie? It is the rhythm section is obviously like it's it's actually it's actually the musician it, in you is yeah. asking. It's not um it's not explained very well. It's okay. when he when she's running and she, and she's lost training her, he's like, Your heart is the drums and your lungs are the some other instrument. And it's like, so that's the rhythm section of your body and you need to keep that under control. Like, that's it. The kazoo. That's it. <laughs> the kazoo of the kazoo your body. Of <laughs> the lungs really? are the kazoo of the body. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So you can check out uh, the kazoo, um, which is out in cinemas now as well. Um, right. Uh, we have tickets to give away. Do we? To Birds of Prey. And it was for last week's High Clue. 
Um, a particularly easy one, I think. Um, oh, first of all, I forgot to explain... The week oh, before. The, the week yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Because at the time where you were yeah. having a massive huff with me. You, you thought it was wise to bring that back up. <laughs> Sugar. We just got that. I can't even remember what last week's one had, was. We the answer was catch me if you yeah, can. Banks on Banks on Banks is like saving Mr. Banks. Banks on Elizabeth Banks. On Elizabeth Banks, Banks, she works in the bank, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Substitute <laughs> aviator was the middle line because yeah. yeah. he DiCaprio. plays a substitute. DiCaprio plays a substitute teacher. teacher and he wears aviator and he also, he's, a, he's a fake yeah. pilot for Pan Am in it as well. <clears> Plus, <throat> he starred in the aviator. Mm. I can't even remember what the last time was. They gave the answer. It's they fine. know the answer. It's, it's, it's in the past. That's gone. That's like gone. everything else. But for last week's haiku, the brand new one, can we see that up on screen, please? This was, the prof gets closer. Lola runs from Manhunter, Parisian pen. I just and answered it, that. Two months ago. <laughs> um, in, the first, in the first line, uh, the prof, uh, capital P, P-R-O-F, full stop. Um, the prof gets closer. Lola runs from Manhunter, Parisian pen. And the answer was... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Born Identity. Um, so I want to say congratulations to Steve Humphreys uh, on getting the correct answer. You bagged yourself some tickets to go and see Birds of Prey. Uh, and actually, checking, Steve, I've been stalking you. I mean, just yeah, he does click, that. Yeah. Um, wow. He's an award-winning photographer. Well. So, Steve, if you want to come along and take, do we need? F- I make photos? Justine's yeah. next film. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, exactly. Let's talk, Steve. Let's talk. Let's talk. Um, let's make it happen. But it was uh, the born identity. So the first line, the prof gets closer. Um, the prof is short for the professor, which is the name of Clive yeah. Owen's character in the movie. He plays one so, of the assets who's I didn't after. Know that. He's Great. one of the assets Great who's death. after. Uh, he the one who gets blasted with the shotgun in the high grass. Spoiler alert, yeah. yeah. It's only um, about 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he gets closer because he's obviously, he's after Matt Damon. Mm. And uh, he also starred in the film Closer With the most well. uncomfortable speech in cinematic history. I've actually film. seen Closer. It's, it's not It's great. raw. No? Yeah, but it, that's has got speech, amazing cast. Clive Owen, Jude Law. Natalie Julia. Portman. Julia Roberts? And Natalie oh, Portman, and yeah. Natalie Portman as well. So Clive Owen, the prof gets closer. Uh, the second line, Lola runs from Manhunter. Uh, the most famous Lola in Frank, film is probably Frank Franca Patenta, who plays Marie. Marie, yeah. Marie. Um, uh, Jason Bourne's kind of uh, partner in crime and love interest as well. She's on the run. She was in Run, Lola, Run. But uh, from Manhunter, uh, because obviously they're hunting Jason Bourne, but uh, Brian Cox, who's mm-hmm. the guy behind the scenes, um, starred in Manhunter uh, back in the 80s as well. Michael Mann, wasn't it? The which? Michael Mann did that film, wasn't it? Is that his mm-hmm. film as well? Mm-hmm. Michael Manhunter. And then the final line, Parisian Pen is the famous scene uh, when they're in Paris and uh, just phenomenal action scene. Ending to that scene always, it's just funny. Oh, this just jumps the, out the window for no reason. He just falls, <laughs> his legs aren't working. But like, but, he just uh, jumps out the window. Yeah, but uh, whenever Jason Bourne uh, takes on one of the assets in uh, an apartment in Paris, with a biro, basically. So, uh, yeah, as I said, congratulations to Steve Humphreys. Uh, you guys have those tickets as well. And now it's time for this week's High Glue. So, everybody ready? I'm already. Now, as I said, I thought last week's one was easy. I think this week's one is really easy. But. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So I don't that, care. That's all the matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had my phone. So it's uh, Deeds Pudding Graham first. Goodman. 
Milk's Being Bad Man, Creed's Hip Tip Handout. So the first line, Deeds, Putting Grand First, uh, Deeds, capital D-E-E-D-S, Putting Grand First. Uh, the middle line, Goodman, Milk's Being Bad Man, uh, so Goodman, all one word, uh, G-O-O-D-M-A-N, Milk's Being Bad Man. And the final line, Creed's Hip Tip Handout, Creed, apostrophe, S. Um, yeah, so... If I didn't get this, I should just re- retire completely okay. and not do the show ever again. So did you get it? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know next week if it's yeah, not here. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Um, but yeah, any thoughts? Or any? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Magic, Magic Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have some Omniplex tickets up for grabs. Um, that's pretty much it for this show. Uh, as we said, you can check out the full Birds of Prey interviews. They're up online as well. Um, next week, we're going to be having a look at Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited about it. I am excited about it. I like James Marsden. He used to be liked. Loved playing Sonic growing up. Yeah. Um, Jim Carrey's Jim back Carrey's in that bonkers. And Jim what's Carrey's man, uh, Parks Rec, Scott, what's his name? Does the voice Sonic? Uh, uh, oh, it's something oh, he's the actual Adam voice Scott. of Sonic as well. Adam Scott? Right? No. No. Oh, I can't remember his name really either. We'll know it by next week. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same producer as Fast and Furious 9. Amy Poehler. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. right, Amy okay. Poehler's fella from Parks and Rec. Right, No, okay. that's not him. He's not the voice of it. Is he not? I no. Think oh. It's the guy with the big hair. Oh, okay. I can't remember his name oh, either. John Ralphio. Like a, oh, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes John Ralphio. Yes. A full seven days to figure it out <laughs> so can't wait for that um, but yes Justine thank you as ever award winning filmmaker Justine Stafford <laughs> joining us as her big guest in the we big audition next week, week. Actually, I know like, yeah, would you put the big guest out next week <laughs> actually oh, for, what are you yeah, working on I now mean, Justine actually I <laughs> know <laughs> what's your next got project got a few projects I'm working on you find uh, all trying, about to get, trying to get Steve Humphreys on board as a photographer so Steve you heard yeah. it we'll yeah. see um, we'll see Paul Roy what are you working on <laughs> Uh, we we bump and cast in. Um, oh, amazing! Yeah, I am Sonic the Hedgehog. Documentary yeah. the lovers. Uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're we're gonna pitch Doolittle two to the producers. Okay, okay. I look the Return to of that. the Dragonfly. I'm getting Ryan Reynolds and Bo Burnham to star. It just <laughs> how about that? Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have on a serious note. I'm gonna Google Magna Plane and see if anything, <laughs> in, the world, see if it anything in the world exists. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, wouldn't it be class to exist in that world? John Cena and Vin Diesel. <laughs> they're not, they, they're they're brothers. not brothers. They're family, man. They're family, family. of course. What's the line? Family is? No. Blood not is. all blood, blood is family. family. Don't forget that, all right? Don't forget to subscribe and not all blood is family. <laughs> Big Rewski. All right. Shasta. Let's go get tattoos. It's, yeah. it's an important life lesson. You're listening to the Big Rewski on Joe. Brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. <laughs>